Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the outreach minister here on staff, and for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider explores the mysteries of creation. When you think about darkness, you may not associate it with the Father's majesty, at least at first. But even on the darkest of nights, God has amazing things to show us. Just look up at the night sky, the heavens, they shine bright and declare God's glory. Today's message, it's titled, How Can God Bring Light Out of Darkness? And to download Rabbi's study guide for this message, visit Discovering the Jewish Jesus And now, without further delay, here's Rabbi Schneider. The first several chapters of the book of Genesis that we call in Hebrew Bereshit are so fundamental and so foundational to discovering who we are and why we're here. Everybody needs to understand their purpose. And the world today is looking for purpose in so many ways, whether it be in looks, in money, in job position, in fame, in athleticism, in beauty, so many ways that people are looking for identity and purpose. But I want you to hear me. The purpose that you and I need to discover to truly bring form into our life, to bring our destiny into clarity, to bring true vision for our purpose in being here is found in the first chapter of the Bible. Doesn't that make sense? If indeed you were created by God, the creator, doesn't it make sense that he holds the key for your purpose? And in fact, church, he revealed that purpose to us in the first chapter of the Bible. Doesn't that make a lot of sense? The first chapter of the Bible that describes creation would contain within it the reason for the creator's putting us here. Until you and I take a hold of Hashem, which is a Hebrew word of saying God, until you and I take a hold of our creator, understanding why we're here, what his purpose for putting us here is, until we understand that and live in that, we're never gonna find fulfillment and our lives will never make a difference. And so I'm excited to be digging deep into the pages of scripture here with you to discover our purpose for being here. We're gonna be looking at some of the nuts and bolts of the process of creation. And then following that, we're gonna look more specifically as to why the creator, why Father God put us here through his son Yeshua, through Jesus. Verse 1 of Genesis 1, when the Lord says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, we're not talking about, obviously, the beginning of God. God is infinite. He's beyond knowing fully because there's always more of him. He's incomprehensible. We know him. We're going to know him more and more. He is so far beyond us, however, church. We'll always be discovering him. We'll never know him fully. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The word here in the Hebrew for God is Elohim, which is God plural. El is God singular. Elohim is God plural. Why does it say God plural? Why doesn't it just say in the beginning El, God singular created the heavens and the earth? Why does it say in the beginning Elohim, 
God, plural, created the heavens and the earth. And why does it say in the 27th verse of this same chapter, the Lord saying there, let us, God said. Why didn't he say, I'm going to make man in my image? Rather, he said, I'm going to make man, he said, in our image. Let us, he said, us, plural, make man in our plural image. Why that plural type of persona? Why that plural communication? Because within God, there's a multidimensional nature. In other words, he has relationship within himself. The scripture tells us, for example, that the son, Yeshua, has always been, Jesus has always been in the bosom of the father. And there's this love relationship between the father and the son. So within God, there's a multidimensional nature. And so he says, Elohim, let us make man in our image. In fact, we read in the book of John, the gospel of John, as the Lord is speaking of creation, we read this. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God and all things came into being through him and apart from him, nothing that's come into being has come into being. And then in the 14th verse of John 1, we read, and the word became flesh. Who is the word flesh? It's the son. And so inside God, there is relationship. And so he said, let us make man in our image. Elohim, in the beginning, Elohim, God, plural. There's one God, Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Elchad, Echad, Hero Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one, one God, but yet within him is a multidimensional nature. You say, I can't understand that. It doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make sense, beloved, because God is spirit. He's above the natural, just like it doesn't make sense how God could have always been. Where did he come from? He didn't come from anywhere. Does that make sense? That God has no beginning? Does that make sense? It makes no sense. We can't grasp it, so don't expect to grasp it. I'm going to continue on. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now let's go to verse number two. The earth was formless and void. Come with me now. The earth was formless and void. Now the Hebrew that we get these words formless and void also carry the concept of the earth was empty and a wasteland. In other words, there was no life to it yet. It had no clear boundaries yet. It was formless, it was void, it was empty, and it was like a wasteland. It had not come into being yet. All there was was chaos. Look with me again, please, at verse number two. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. When we study the Torah, when we study the first four books of our Bible, the ancient Jewish sages tell us this. There's four levels of meaning. There's the surface meaning, and then there are three other deeper meanings that we need to be looking for to fully get the revelation that God, our creator, wants us to receive through the text. So obviously, we see the surface meaning here. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. But I want to take you to a deeper concept now. We oftentimes call this a midrash in Hebrew. It's looking at the deeper meaning, taking the root, the surface meaning, and then extrapolating from it deeper realities. Now, 
You will recall, those of you that have studied the Bible a little bit, that when the Lord made man, he made man, we read in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, from the dust. Why I'm telling you this now is because I want you to see that the earth's creation has application for your life because in a sense, that which God did in the earth, he does in you and I as well. Because listen, we're made from the dust of the earth. That which the earth is made from is what we're made from. And so even as we study the earth's history and could extrapolate meanings when we look at the earth's history, those same meanings can be applied to each one of us personally because we derived from the dust of the earth. Genesis 2.7 says this, Then the Lord God formed man of dust from the ground. And Genesis 3.19, after the fall, God said this to Adam, You are dust, and to dust you shall return. So I want you to see here a parallel between the creation of the earth and your own history and God's involvement in your personal life. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will continue our teaching right after he shares a special message to our partners. I want to take a special opportunity to thank those of you that are monthly partners with Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Without our monthly partners, we could have never done what we did back in March of 2023 when we launched the Taking the Rainbow Back movement, which touched people all over the globe. I just received a testimony today from a man that lived in homosexuality for 25 years, thanking us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus for taking a stand, for clarifying God's truth, and for helping people that needed hope find hope and find an answer in him. Thank you, my monthly partners. We appreciate you. You're making a difference for the kingdom of God. Amen. And if this has touched you, please consider partnering with us. And now let's get back to the message once again. So in the beginning, the earth was formless and void. It was empty. It was like a wasteland and darkness was over the surface of the deep. Again, the formless and void speaks of emptiness. Darkness was over it. Get this. Before God said, let there be light, there was darkness. So hear me. Darkness was there before the light. Now there's something here for you. Once again, darkness existed before the light. Let me say it again. In the very beginning, we don't see the light yet. We see that the earth was formless and empty and void like a wasteland, that there was darkness, but not light yet. And this is applicable for our lives today because God saves us, listen now, out of the darkness. The scripture tells us that we've been chosen as a royal priesthood and a holy nation to proclaim the excellencies of him that called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we came out of darkness into the light, even as the earth came out of darkness into the light. And no matter where you're at in your life right now, no matter what deep darkness that you're in, I don't want you to be afraid. I don't want you to have no hope because even as in the beginning, all there was was darkness, emptiness, and void, and God spoke and created something beautiful out of it, the earth, 
so too in your life, regardless of what darkness you're going through, God is just waiting for you to reach out to him by faith so that he can speak his word into your life and bring forth from that darkness something beautiful in your life. Beloved, God has a purpose for everybody and there's nowhere that we can go Nothing that we'll ever do that puts us outside of him being able to reach us with the light. Listen again. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. This concept of the darkness being over the surface of the deep, it speaks of the fact that this darkness, like the depth of an ocean, was chaotic and it was deep. And the point is that no matter how broken your life is, no matter what miserable circumstances you might have come from. Some of you came from very dysfunctional, broken homes, divorce. Some of you even had parents that were drug addicts or criminals. Some of you have just been through tremendous hardship in your life. I want you to know, no matter how deep is the darkness that you're in or are coming out of, be confident because even as God spoke light into the formation of the universe and cause the darkness to bring forth light, so too in your life, regardless of how dark it is, how disturbing your situation is, how hopeless it seems, God is right there. Let's continue on. The earth was formless and void and darkness is over the surface of the deep. Listen now, and I want you to get that and, because not only was the darkness there, but there was an and, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Now, this word moving also carries the concept of hovering. So once again, we have the waters. Listen, the earth was formless and void, empty wasteland. The darkness was over it. Speaks of the deep chaos of the darkness, and everything was just all over the place in a dark place. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. It was a deep darkness. But the Spirit of God was just waiting to act. But the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. He is just hovering over our lives right now, waiting for us to reach out to Him, listen, with emunah. Emunah is the Hebrew word for faith. God is just waiting to break in. He's just waiting to breathe light into our life. He's just waiting to deliver us out of the darkness, to deliver us from the deep chaos. He's just waiting to take our lives that are chaotic and breathe life into them so that our lives take on form and purpose and destiny and beauty. And all it takes, beloved, is you and I reaching out to him in faith, just like that woman of old that had the hemorrhage. And she said, if I just touch him, I know I'll be made whole. And by faith, her body was all in chaos. She couldn't solve the problem. The doctors couldn't solve the problem. But by faith, she touched Jesus. And when she touched him immediately, his light and life came into her body and she was instantly made whole. And the same is true for you and I. So once again, the earth was formless and void. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. Beloved ones, I want to encourage you today. God's got a purpose and a destiny for you. And the deeper the darkness that you're in, the more glorious your victory can be. 
Jesus said to the woman that had been forgiven much sin, that was anointing his feet with her tears and the oil, Jesus said, when they marveled at what is she doing? Why did she waste that costly vial of perfume? Jesus said, he that's been forgiven much loves much. In other words, Jesus transformed her darkness into great light. And the same is true for you. The Spirit of God is hovering over your life right now. He's hovering over you. He's just waiting for you to call upon Him and to connect yourself to Him by faith. Listen, God, your Creator, delights in you. What a great message. We pray that you were blessed today by what was shared. And now Cynthia, Rabbi Schneider's wife, is going to join him in the studio, and they're gonna share some closing thoughts on today's message. You know, this is really one of my favorite series that I've done. There's such depth to understanding this reality of how God brings forth light out of darkness. You know, the scripture said he called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And honey, when we think about our testimonies and understand from where God saved us, That is one of the reasons because we've come out of the darkness into the light that we're able to have such passion for Jesus today. Yes, yes. You know, I remember there was a period of like five years where I was praying. I said, Lord, I don't know whether you're really God. I need to know. I need you to reveal yourself. And you know, I prayed over and over and over every night and throughout the day for five years. And I didn't feel like I had an answer. But you know what happened during those five years is my life eroded. All the foundations that I had grown up under in the church were all disintegrated. And I found I came into a place of real darkness. And then when the Holy Spirit came and revealed himself to me, that's when I knew darkness from light. It was like the discernment of light from darkness, darkness from light. And now when I walk, I am alive, I'm so excited about Father God and His light and His life. And it's just transformed my whole passion for Yeshua, for Jesus, and my walk. And not only that, but He's given me discernment because we need that discernment in a world where there is darkness and light. Amen, that's such a beautiful testimony, well-spoken. You know, David said that God had saved him from the miry clay and put him upon a solid rock. So regardless of where your past has been, even regardless, beloved one, of where you're at right now, God is bigger and He can transform whatever darkness you've been experienced to and exposed to, He can transform that into light. In fact, oftentimes, people that have been delivered out of great darkness become the most passionate followers of Jesus. And I think that one of the concepts that I try to articulate in the broadcast today is that God is master of the universe. He's Adon Olam, we say in Hebrew. He created everything, both visible and invisible, and He did it all for a reason. All that He created, He is using to bring about the final product. And the final product, Cynthia, are human beings that he created in his own image that could come to know him and love him and experience him. And he even uses darkness to bring about a higher good. Amen. Oh, Lord, that your light would shine in our vessels, that your light would shine in our vessels, that this darkness of this world cannot 
overcome the light of yourself that reigns within us. And right now, I just release Father God's love and light right now. We're learning to live in the light of God's glory right here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And you're listening to the straightforward and the authentic Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider. And you know, God, He sees everything. He's all-knowing and He's ever-present. When we're afraid of the unknown or we're uncertain about the future, it's comforting to know that He is always in control and on His throne. So if you're feeling lost or overwhelmed, just have faith and trust that God will guide you through the night. We receive cards, letters, notes all the time from listeners who share their stories, like this one from a fellow listener in Texas. Your message helped me so much. Satan had put fear in my mind that something was going to happen to my grandkids and that I would be responsible, but I refuse to fear anymore. Satan is a liar. God does not want me to fear. Thank you, Rabbi. If you want to share your story, just write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228, or visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And online, you can also learn more about supporting this ministry this year through your prayers and your financial gifts as we illuminate this dark and troubled world. Rabbi? I've always liked a very simple approach to ministry in both my preaching and beloved ones in helping God's people understand why it's important to support ministry with our finances. I'm reading a very simple portion of scripture I've referred to before, but I love it because it's so simple and so authentic. Listen to what John says in the book of 3 John, verse seven and eight. Speaking of those that are sent out to preach the gospel, he says this, for they went out for the sake of the name, and then he continues in the eighth verse by saying this, therefore, we ought to support such men so that we may be fellow workers with the truth. You see, not everybody's called to do what I do. Not everyone's called to travel to Africa, Israel, preach the gospel all over the world, etc. But you can have a part in the lives that are being changed through my ministry, beloved ones, by supporting this ministry. I want to ask you, if you believe in the word that I'm preaching, if you believe in me, if you believe that there is authentic fruit and if you're being helped, I want to ask you to support this ministry financially. You're going to be blessed and have a reward for the lives that are being saved and changed. Amen. February is Partner Month here at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and we're celebrating partners all month long. To become a monthly partner and fellow worker of the truth today, call 800-777-7835 or you can sign up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. For our new monthly partners, we'll send you a shofar that's been made in the Holy Land. And it reminds us of the call that God has placed on His people to announce His coming. Once again, to become a monthly partner, join us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And here's Rabbi Schneider to speak a blessing over us that God designed to express His favor and love. Blessings trump curses. And in the book of Numbers chapter six, we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses' brother Aaron, the high priest, to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing, beloved ones. So take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. Yahweh, 
Vayishmarecha Ya'er Yahweh Penavelecha Vichunecha Isa Yahweh Penavelecha Veasem Lecha Shalom The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider asks a thought-provoking question, does God create evil? That's coming up Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.